Hello, and welcome to episode four, part three of Your Physical Education. In this segment, we talk about how much physical activity and exercise are you actually getting? A lot of people don't know. Physical activity is an important concept. The World Health Organization recommends a minimum of 150 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity per week for adults of all ages. Higher levels of physical activity can provide additional benefit for both adults and children alike, but it is important to note that even small amounts of physical activity are better than none. Recent research has demonstrated that it is not just sustained physical activity that benefits our health, but reducing the duration of sedentary periods throughout the day, regardless of activity level. This means regularly getting up from the television or office chair, actively moving, and sitting and standing with active, engaged posture. Two terms that seem to be interchangeable when it comes to exercise and physical activity are physical activity and exercise. We're going to define them as such. Physical activity is simply any movement produced by skeletal muscles that results in energy expenditure. Walking, cycling, playing sports, gardening, and household chores are all examples of physical activity. Exercise is planned physical activity used to develop physical fitness. Exercise differs from general physical activity in that it's planned, structured, and repetitive, and has an objective for improving or maintaining physical fitness. The CDC defines physical fitness as the ability to carry out daily tasks with vigor and alertness, without undue fatigue, and with ample energy to enjoy leisure time pursuits and respond to emergencies. Physical fitness includes a number of components consisting of cardiorespiratory endurance, skeletal muscle endurance, skeletal muscle strength, skeletal muscle power, flexibility, balance, speed of movement, reaction time, and body composition. For most of us, this just means paying attention and seeing how much we are actually moving throughout our day and or engaging in exercise. Enjoy. other things that we want to talk about here are basic, are you getting enough exercise? And again, some people really overestimate how much they get. For example, they go to the gym, they work out really hard for an hour, and then they go sit at a desk the rest of the day. That's not actually enough physical activity if you're only doing that a couple times a week. Some people completely underestimate how much they're getting. Like they may not go to the gym at all, but maybe they walk to the local market. Maybe they're just doing housework all day. Maybe they're just up and moving around all day. And that's where I think a pedometer can be super helpful. I do believe that the whole, at least 5,000 steps a day, 5,000 to 10,000 is fantastic. 10,000 to 15,000 is really, really good. That'd probably be difficult for a lot of people to do. But again, pay attention. Are you getting enough exercise? And if you're not, then figure out ways to get it in there. And again, the person who maybe works out at the gym for an hour and goes and sits at their desk all day, get up and move around, sit with good posture. That's where drinking a gallon of water a day can really help because you'll be in the bathroom every hour. That's so right. Right. that actually makes a difference. I break it down in that. I think I've mentioned this before, 168 hours in the week. I go to the gym twice a week. 
that's 166 hours to really mess your stuff up. A lot of people don't know that about how many hours are in the week. And then when you put it, it's like, oh, I go to the gym three times a week. Isn't that enough? It's like, yes, it's great. But then you're sitting most of your day. It's almost like two separate categories. I go to the gym and then that's it. I'm done for the day. I don't have to worry about that. I'm now telling people this is a supplement. The rest of your day is far more impactful to, you know, your, your progress and how you're going to feel. So really start paying attention to that too. Because in the gym, we're generally, if you're with a trainer, especially you're being helped and, you know, you're doing a good job, whatever, you're trying hard, but, you know, start to pay attention on those other 23 hours of the day. And that's where I tell people, um, and this is actually chapter three of my book, Fitness Without Fear. We put all these questions in there. And one of them is basically just what does your average day look like? Like how many hours are you sitting, standing, driving? Is your job physical? Do you have like a regular weekly schedule or are you like on shift work? What physical activities do you regularly engage in? Like, do you walk your dog? Do you garden? Do you take an exercise class? So physical activity is probably the most important part of the equation. Exercise is what we do to improve our ability to perform physical activity. And for some people, exercise is their only physical activity. But we kind of need folks to think about the fact that getting an hour in the gym three or four times a week should not be the extent of your physical activity. You should be getting physical activity throughout your day. And again, even if that's just getting up out of your chair and walking around the office or getting out of the house, walking down to the mailbox a couple of times a day, that's going to deliver far more dividends than only doing your physical activity in the gym. When we talk about what you're doing in the day, we also want to think about, are you spending a lot of time staring at your computer, playing games, watching TV? Because we also want to think about how often are we being sedentary? And then simple things, and this kind of goes back into the whole diet part. Do you cook your own meals or do you go out to eat? And how often do you eat out? And I I give this example to people like who like to order in. If I sit on my couch and order a pizza, I will sit on my couch until the pizza arrives. I'll walk to the door, bring it into the kitchen, and then we'll sit down and eat it. Whereas if I make a meal, I'm standing up in the kitchen, moving around for probably 20 to 30 minutes. And at the very least, at least I'm standing up straight. And so, you know, that may sound a little absurd, but again, like cooking your own meal, not just has the benefit of you making, you know, a healthy from scratch meal, but it's also, again, another opportunity to be physically active, be upright, improving and practicing good posture. And so we really want to think about like healthy habits and that's, That's definitely a healthy habit, not just because of the food that we eat, but because again, it provides an opportunity to be active. That's a great point. I, I tell people, you know, when you're, I give them little tasks now, you know, so they do their workout with me and then now I'm giving people homework. And one of them is when you're doing the dishes, you know, do the hip hinge. So start finding opportunities to take what you learn and apply them to your everyday And the hip hinge is a big one because you know how many people just, I call it the comma position. They're in a comma, you know, they're, they're cutting vegetables in a comma, then they go here. And, you know, so I'm trying to get people to take what I teach them and apply it throughout their day. Someone says, I really want to get better at push-ups." I'll be like, well, just walk around and then, you know, go by your counter and bang out a push-up. Why not? I used to tell people that, you know, the kitchen workouts, like while you're, if you're in the kitchen cooking, like 
every few minutes, do 10 push-ups off the countertop. Like yeah. that's going to make you stronger. When I was trying to be able to do pull-ups as an adult for the first time, I had a pull-up bar hanging in the doorway of uh, between the kitchen and the laundry room. And I would just go do three, three or four negatives, like every time I thought about it. And so throughout the day, I might do like 30 or 35 negatives. That's where you jump up to the bar where, with your chin over the bar and then lower yourself down. But within a month, I could do 10 pull-ups because yep. I was just getting that practice throughout my day. And those are things that we just don't really think about. People are like, well, I don't have time to go to the gym and get stronger. It's like, well, you have the time to bust out 10 squats every hour or two. And yep. it does help. It does make you stronger. It does accumulate. And it's going to improve your posture and improve your strength. And it's not really going to be all that stressful on your body. Right. Yes. Take these movements that you want. And the, I love the pull-up example because I do tell people, Take your activities and put them throughout the day. You know, I do that. There's no rule that you, if you have to be in the gym to do a push up, you can do exactly. them in your kitchen. Hello, and welcome to episode four, part three of your physical education. In this segment, we talk about how much physical activity and exercise are you actually getting? A lot of people don't know. Physical activity is an important concept. The World Health Organization recommends a minimum of 150 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity per week for adults of all ages. Higher levels of physical activity can provide additional benefit for both adults and children alike, but it is important to note that even small amounts of physical activity are better than none. Recent research has demonstrated that it is not just sustained physical activity that benefits our health, but reducing the duration of sedentary periods throughout the day, regardless of activity level. This means regularly getting up from the television or office chair, actively moving, and sitting and standing with active, engaged posture. Two terms that seem to be interchangeable when it comes to exercise and physical activity are physical activity and exercise. We're gonna define them as such. Physical activity is simply any movement produced by skeletal muscles that results in energy expenditure. Walking, cycling, playing sports, gardening, and household chores are all examples of physical activity. Exercise is planned physical activity used to develop physical fitness. Exercise differs from general physical activity in that it's planned, structured, and repetitive, and has an objective for improving or maintaining physical fitness. The CDC defines physical fitness as the ability to carry out daily tasks with vigor and alertness, without undue fatigue, and with ample energy to enjoy leisure time pursuits and respond to emergencies. Physical fitness includes a number of components consisting of cardiorespiratory endurance, skeletal muscle endurance, skeletal muscle strength, skeletal muscle power, flexibility, balance, speed of movement, reaction time, and body composition. For most of us, this just means paying attention and seeing how much we are actually moving throughout our day and or engaging in exercise. Enjoy. Enjoy.